This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. All right, good evening, good evening. Good evening. Episode number five, Through the Nets, is bigger than basketball. This Today, this week, we're talking about reclassification. But before we talk, uh, jump in with our guests, we're going to introduce ourselves. Starting with me, I'm Bay Bush. Woo! Bopper. <laughs> Sonia Waters Thomas. I'm Sunshine. Lauren Bailey. Tiffany Fuller. Terry. Terry. First name Terry, last name Terry. All right. So we're going to introduce our Tony, guests. Tony, Tony. <coughs> oh, okay. Today we have two um, guests in the house tonight. One is. Hey. We're ha- we have uh, Twig Hill, coach of Persian High School. Go boys, boys basketball. Go and we also have Kevin Glenn in the house. Hey, He's a professional Glenn. football player. How you doing? CFL. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. So we're going to start off this um, evening. And we, first we want you to introduce yourself, guys. Oh, I'm uh, Twig Hill, Sean Twig Hill. Played at Persian 92. Doughboy. Current Doughboy for, Doughboy. for life. Uh, you know, current uh, head coach. Oh, my good. My right. bad, my bad, my bad. Current current head coach up at Persian, and um, it just feels good to be here. Once a dope boy, always a dope boy. <laughs> Thank y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. it. You finished. You finished. You finished? finished? All right, next. All right, uh, Kevin Glenn. Um, I'm originally from Detroit. I uh, went to St. Martin Forest High School. Uh, I'm glad to be on the show. Uh, currently, I'm a professional. Football player with the CFL. I've been playing for 18 years. Woo, 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 woo. Um, so, we, and I'm, I think I'm the. Um, Let me pop to your wife, but I'm just saying. I'm the only uh, player in CFL history to be affiliated with all nine teams, too. Hey. So, I'm a Jeopardy trivia question. Boom. On the CFL. Hit that bell. That's the one I'm going to get right. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're going to start off the show saying the topic is reclassification. The pros and the cons. The pros and the cons. What and is reclassification? What is to you? What you we we anybody can answer that. Yeah. What is reclassification? Define it. Define so, it. So what, from what I know, from what I heard, is when you hold your kid back in a grade so that he can be better in basketball the next year. That's what I heard. That's all I know. That's as much as not I know. But it's not. It's not just about sports. Okay. Yeah. Like that's her perspective. What, what, yeah. Yeah. That's what I know. That's serious. Yeah. Okay. That's what. Is that what you get? Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, I was asking, what is the real definition of reclassification? Like, I know what people use it for, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But what is the real definition, definition. of reclassification so that everybody, so our viewers know? Do anybody? Yeah. Google. Oh, yeah, let's Google. Let's keep it real. There you go. There you go. There you go. Keep it moving. In the meantime, Everybody until we get, get the actual Okay, so I'm a, I'm a, I, oh, let's go around the table and ask, what's your perspective on reclassification? Well, mm-hmm. at least your actual definition. I have the definition. I got, you got it? Yeah. Yes. Reclass, reclassification is the changing of an object or a concept for from one classification to another. This may refer to reclassification accounting. It says, it says uh, <laughs> assignment to a different class or category. Yeah. Okay. Right. So can we get a, a basketball definition of it or a sports definition of it because it's one out there? Make them repeat a grade. Yeah, it's yeah. just an act of retainment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So what's the what's the purpose of it? What's the purposes of it? Because you said it's more than one. So it tell is. me what it is. I well, don't understand. Well, I had the luxury. We got nine kids, so Woo-hoo. we we. Oh, here we go. <laughs> baby mama, yeah. same baby daddy. Hey. Supposedly. Yeah, but no. <laughs> oh, no, we seen them kids. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely belong to you. This is my first time meeting you, but I've seen you before. Uh-huh. And when I <laughs> seen the game the other night, you knew exactly I, what I knew were. who your two kids were <laughs> on, on the court. That's right. That's right. That's right. But we, we had the luxury to actually. I wouldn't call it like an experiment because I don't want to look at my children as an experiment. But we we did with the early ones we didn't reclass, but with the later ones, we did. So we know. Well, I think we came up with it. Do it works for like if you need the maturity and all of that stuff. It ain't got nothing to do with. See, everybody think that you 
it's just about basketball and that stuff. Like sometimes, right. it, mostly with our kids, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about basketball. It was more about the maturity. And, you know, if you get down to talking about bullying and stuff like that, a kid that comes into high school a little older, right? less like to get bullied. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just the whole thing, just confidence and, and stuff like that. So reclassing it to me, you know what I'm saying, it helped our kids. You know what I'm saying? So for everybody, hmm, I don't so, know. So it helped right. them to not get bullied? No, it's just the, the whole maturity level. You know what I'm saying? Everything. You know what I'm saying? Even from playing basketball to school and all that stuff. Even the distractions. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that goes around with a kid coming in at 13, 14, it's easily manipulated Mm -hmm. by older Mm -hmm. kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then it tends to follow. But a kid that already, you know what I'm saying, that's a little bit older, they can catch their crowd pretty much easier than a kid that can be manipulated. So that's what, you know what I'm saying, we figured. We we did the experiments on that. It's funny that you say that because me and my wife had this discussion all the time. My wife is an educator. She's a kindergarten teacher. And she makes a point to try to influence parents to hold their kids back in kindergarten. So you don't have to wait till he's in the seventh or eighth grade, even if they didn't play sports because of the maturity level. Yes. You get some of those because I think it's a date now that they they cut it off now. September. It used to be like December. Yeah, now I think, I think you may have fallen into yeah. that mm-hmm. to that um, it's, category um, too because yeah, of your birthday. First, right? yeah, yeah, I did. It I used did. to be mm-hmm. December first, but yes, now it's September. It's, it's September. it's September first. Right. Right. And um, my wife was saying that the the later kids. They they tend to excel more in kindergarten, and that helps them throughout the course of their education. That's why they you know? change the dates, right? And so some some parents they force their kids. You know, they could be they're four and they won't turn five until maybe March. Those are the kids that should be using this reclassification thing to their advantage, mm-hmm. even if they don't play sports. Right. So I True. see there there's a lot of pros and cons. I think, like you said. Um, I'm one that if you do it, I would rather you do it early mm-hmm. than doing it late because then it helps It helps the kid. Right, because I was going to say if you do do it earlier, then at least from a peer standpoint, because if you do it later on in life, it, the same kids that the, your child or children went to school with, you know, that's when the bullying mm-hmm. actually occurs. Yeah. You know, they talk about they think that, oh, they done flunked the grader or something like that. Now mm-hmm. you got to teach your kid how to handle um, something like that. But... If it's necessary as far as reclassification or retainment, then, yes, I would suggest you do it early on because now the kid is minimum chance of them actually being affected. Right. Mm. So I think outside of the socialization aspect of it, I'm for it for maturity because I'm telling my son was um, me and my husband was in pure disagreement. Um, You reclassified your kid. Yes. And I'm still against it. Well, it's, it's later on. If we would have thought about it, but it wasn't a thought then. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you don't think about it. Seven. Okay. Now, outside of that, um, because I'm worried about my kid. It's not about me. It's mm-hmm. not about my husband. It's about my kid and how he felt about it and how he feels about it. Because, yes, his peers have such have since moved on. And then, yes, what do you do about it? And I always ask him, like, do you have any ill intent? Well, not necessarily ill intent. How do you feel about it? Because I don't want him to have any resentment toward the decision that was made for him because mm-hmm. it is now you got mm-hmm. to a kid who's you know <laughs> taller than a lot of his peers yeah. um people walking up to him say damn you 14 and i have to go say yes he is and then now i am you know defending him right. and then it puts him in a different space mm-hmm. so that's something that he has to consistently rebut um regarding that but I, yeah it's there are pros and cons to it I'm still on the fence about it because from a social aspect, that's what it was for. And he's still seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus. So, you, you said you reclassed more than one of your kids. Was yeah. all of them good decisions after you after it's gone through or whatever's yeah. happened? Was all of that good decisions? Well, when it worked for the first one, it was a no-brainer with the rest. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and be honest with you, I think um, we have a kid that's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I could tell you that that's hurting her right now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And just like, you know, being back in the days, I want to be promoted, I want to be double. But oh, yeah. at, the, at the same time, it's like, okay, now you being advanced and you're not mature enough to be advanced with the kids that's around you. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see, it's like, um, she's a senior. She's 16. She mm-hmm. just, she, she's 16. She's a senior. Mm-hmm. Now, she just turned 16. She's a senior. Oh, right. So now she'd be graduated, but at the same time, 
But us having a big family, mm-hmm. you have to have thick skin in our house because right. they're right. going to talk about you and, they, you know, it's just, just like that, That's you know what I'm saying? Right. But she still have to have that luxury to have a big family. Mm-hmm. But what about the ones who don't have it? Yeah. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, like um, I got a son that don't play basketball at all. He don't, he don't want to sweat. Period. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. my son. Yeah, he, he, don't, he don't play. So when it came down to him, you know what I'm saying, it was like, okay, um, we, you know, whatever you want to do, you know right. what I'm saying? But when it come down to the ones that was, like, athletically inclined, you know what I'm saying, I looked at their body, and see, with me, I've been training my kids since... I mean, they was running across country at three or four years old. (laughs) Literally, Uh you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, if y'all watch boxing or whatever, you know what I'm saying, a trainer job is to tell you when you're ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I I looked at them, and at the time, you're not ready. You know what I'm saying? So I made a decision as an investment in what I put into them, and she's all education. She don't care about too much, you know, she <laughs> she rolled with me, you know what I'm saying? She bought the books, this, that, and the other, but it's like, okay, well, look, um, I want to hold him back. So the first kid we held back was Hoss, right? Hoss at a Hanley International. And Chauncey was there at the time. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He came Chauncey, after. He came after. But Chauncey went he to He was there with there. Pierre. He went there with uh, Pierre. Yeah. But when I held my son back, I came to the principal. Now, this is crazy. This was the eighth, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Get that mic, son. She's a- yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was the eighth grade. And now, Hoss, at the time, he didn't want to do it. Because, you know, his peers, just like you sure. said, his yeah. peers is moving on. Yeah. And he didn't want to do it. But at the same time, the relationship I have with my son and everything, that's why I said it ain't for everybody. Right. It depends mm-hmm. on Absolutely. where you're at with yeah. your kid. Mm-hmm. So when I had the relationship, I said, listen, man, um, you know, we didn't put a lot of time, sweat, tears in this. So this is the decision I think that's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Now, you got to trust the process. So now... When we do this, it ain't, it ain't about the playing around, and this this is serious. Right. So we gonna make it a, a, an investment, and we gonna see it through. So at first, you know, it was kind of hard for him, but then when he started going <laughs> through it, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't play his eighth grade year at his, in middle school. He started coming to practice at Persian, where we was at. So it was more so like, okay, he 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 dug into it. After that, we seen what it did for Hoss, far as him playing eighth ninth grade. You know, he came and he was mature, his body was strong, and, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't getting pushed around a little bit. And then, talking about educational-wise, you know, he can, oh, man, you couldn't tell him, hey, man, hey, let's go do this and do that. Let's go do this. Like, I oh, ain't know man, that. Keep, mm-hmm. keep, you go ahead with what you do. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So, you know, it helped him out a lot. And then from there, it was a no-brainer. It was like, okay, well, look, he going to do it, and he going to do it. And then our peers, like you say, held back for their peers. Our peers is in our house. Nice. Yep. Right. You know Absolutely. What I'm so Absolutely. when it happened for him, well, you ain't gonna catch up with him because I'm holding you back too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wait, so, what's your um, perspective, Kevin? Yeah, I know we heard your wife's perspective. Right. What's your perspective? So, my perspective is kind of the same. But me being a um, a professional athlete, right. I've seen parents do it for solely just because of yeah. sports mm-hmm. and athletics. And my thing is, is I don't think that a parent should do it when it's just solely on athletics. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why the parents sometimes may do it is because they're impatient. They're saying, oh, my son or my daughter should be at this point in the eighth grade or the seventh grade. And if they're not there, then something's wrong. I'm going to hold them back so they get to that point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's true. I, if, you, if you guys look at me, I'm not the prototypical football player right. or quarterback. I've been playing for 18 years. I am sixth all time on the CFL list, and I'm, I think, 16th on NFL or CFL. So I have more passing yards than, like, some of some people's, like, favorite NFL quarterbacks. So give them your stats, though. Like, not your, That's what your I'm physical. saying. Like, tell them. So nobody, they can't see you. You got to give I'm, them so I'm they can envision 10, it. Yeah. <laughs> 200 pounds. Uh, I, people in the football, yeah, I, so I, I don't. That so they can know. I yeah. don't run a 40. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even gonna give you a time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't run it. Okay. So um, I just that just wasn't right. what I did. So I, I'm one of those like it doesn't. I don't have you don't have to be you don't have to look or be a sure. certain thing at the and the seventh or the eighth grade in order to be successful at athletics. Right. right. And that's what I'm saying. I think sometimes um, parents are impatient because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of kids that don't come into their own until college. 
Right. I've seen some kids, some people that I've went to that I've went to high school with and played on the team with were younger than me, and I was like, he'll never never make it. Mm -hmm. Get a scholarship. I come back home from college, and oh, he's getting recruited by this school, and then he go on to make it, and I'm like, wow. Like, but he, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have never thought that in the ninth grade. So sometimes. Some kids or some some student athletes don't get into they don't come into their own until yeah. later. So that would be a thing that like but like Twig said, it has to be the parent. The parent knows their child. Yeah. yeah. Like you know your child and whether or not you can say, Hey, I can do this or I don't need to because he's mature enough and he may get that growth spurt. I got a brother who we definitely should be in different we should have changed bodies because my <laughs> younger brother, mm-hmm. uh, he was the smallest thing in his eighth grade class. I went off to school, I came back, we were I was a senior. He was a freshman. I went off to school to college. I came back 10th grade year. He, he, looked was, different. Tall, he was the tallest <laughs> person in his class. He's 6'3", 6'4", 230. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who... That's, that's Jason. Yeah. That's Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They should be in different bodies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that kind of thing, that sometimes just the kids just, they, that spurt, or the, you know, the growth spurt and all that kind of stuff, it comes later. But you as a parent, if you're an advocate of it, like they, like this family, yeah. They're an advocate of it. So they you know what they're gonna do. Yeah. So if they are, then I mean you know your child and that's what you should do. So, right. so I have a oh. Okay, so I have a question for you, Kevin. So back in high school, picture back you're in high school, you're a freshman, ninth grader, star quarterback for St. Martin de Pores, all the way through high school. Um being being younger, being undersized mm-hmm. and things like that, how did you mentally how did you fight through it? How did you get through that? Because it, it I'm being a, being being a quarterback on a good team back then, y'all the pores it was the pores. Um, I forgot the other school. Y'all were going back and forth, back and forth. How did you fight through that? How did you you know was it ever an issue? Did reclassification even come up? Like what? How how did you get through so that? So back then it wasn't that wasn't something like you said. It was more of a negative thing than a than a positive thing. It was more so like you got held, held back. back. You stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's wrong with you? You know, so and I was a my you know, my parents and I was a firm believer in, in academics. So um it was tough. The the tough part about it was that you like you said, St. Martin de Porres was a very prestigious school as far as sports was concerned. Yep. Um, especially for football. They had one of the best coaches in the city at Ron Thompson. Um they had won the most state championships of any high school in the state of Michigan. So Initially, I didn't even go to St. Martin de Porres to play football. Right. And I got convinced by my father and the athletic director there, uh, who was <coughs> recruiting, <coughs> recruiting me, but okay. <laughs> at the time we wasn't. But um, so I got kind of convinced. And I think, like, my family structure and um, around me is what helped me, you know, because, and the fact that, I mean, I was on a varsity team. So I think the, the older players in the school right. knew that I could help them win, so it was kind of like this is my little brother. That's right. right. So no, y'all bet no, right. y'all bet not mess with us. Right. right. So it's sometimes a benefit of playing sports, and that's why sometimes it's. I know people may that are not athletes sometimes be like, oh, well, athletes get privileges. And Actually, it's four times harder. It is. They don't, they don't have to go to practice. Practice, exactly. They don't have you to just, do the workouts. They don't have to get up early in the morning and still retain those. And it's, it's not a yeah. privilege. It's just the fact that it's mm-hmm. it's like a sisterhood or brotherhood when sure. you're playing on that team. Sure. It's the same thing as if somebody was, you know, uh, on, the, on the I think, like the chess club or the debate team. It, you have a team. When you have a team, yeah. I think you get support by other other people. Could so that was, that was my biggest thing. I, the, yeah. Because I was a freshman playing on varsity – and like the the players looked at me as like, man, this this guy's gonna help us win. So, you know, they kind of that was the thing. My family and the structure that they built underneath me, and then the actual the other guys, the older guys that were on the team, and we had some some older guys who were like uh, very stand. They were five star standout players. That was so they knew everything, and I mean knew everybody in the city and. Everybody looked at the, looked up to them in the school, so I was just kind of like the tag along little brother at the time. Mm-hmm. One of one of our viewers says here that it could divide families. Whether any time that any of you that did reclass your ki- children, did it did it do something to the family, like the husband and wife, or you guys as a family, where it could divide? Your, one of our viewers said it's going to divide the family, or it can divide the family. Did y'all have any incidents where that could have happened with the, with the judgment call? Mm, no, I mean divide the family. That's 
that's something that's the critical word but yeah it's mm-hmm. a strong statement yeah that's mm-hmm. strong but no divide the family no i mean like i said we had some that did it some that di- didn't right. actually i got one that's ahead so mm-hmm. no i didn't have i didn't experience that it didn't you know it's all support Oh, support right. absolutely. I right. think when you're like, like just listening to their story, mm-hmm. when, like I said, they're advocates. Oh, yeah, they they know. know what they're doing. Right. So I think if you, when your kids see that you're adamant yes. about something and know what you're doing, you. I mean, you're, they're your kids. They At the end of the day, they're gonna yeah. trust you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I mean, when it's a husband and wife, that's still that's still a relationship. That at the end of the day, it's for the kid. If it's for the kid, then. So hey, is it's, there, it should work. What, what there, about the people? You had enough questions. Wait, shut up. <laughs> 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 That's what 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 about the people that don't really know and that's just following somebody because they heard yeah. of it? Because a lot of times we will follow what somebody else is doing. Like you're like, oh, reclassify your kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. reclassify okay. your kid. It's good. You can help them with sports or whatever. What what about those people? So I'm a, yeah. So Twig, answer mm-hmm. that question. So you knew you wanted to do it. How did how was it okay? How did you present it to Sunshine, and how was it? How did you get her to understand that this is what we need to do? This is what we're gonna do. How do you do that? So so for instance, a family, a parent, a father, and a mom. Uh-huh. Dad wants to do it. Mom don't want to do it. How do you? How do you transfer it to the mom and help her understand that this is the best thing to do for the kid? Well, well, first and foremost, we are not the first ones to do it. <laughs> right, you know right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. I mean, be honest with you, Texas, Georgia, all them southern states, they've been doing it for football. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. what happens was when we was going on the AAU circuit, with, mm-hmm. uh, when that's when I think Hoss was like nine, eight, nine-year-old, eight years that's old. That's when I found won, out about it. They, they won a <laughs> national championship. So at nine, when they was coming back to repeat, when we went on the circuit, these kids was oh. huge, mm-hmm. and they, they was huge. So, what well, we we found out it was like, okay, we we had in mind that these kids were older, absolutely. But the mustache they and the tattoos didn't tell us how, how they're doing it. We, <laughs> it. And it wasn't just my decision; it was like together, like me and Sunshine looked at each other, like, hey, we got to compete with the world. It ain't about just in the state of Michigan absolutely. or whatever, because mm-hmm. you know when you go off to college. It's not just the state of Michigan. You, no, it's not. You, you competing mm-hmm. with it ain't just United States no more. They getting mm-hmm. kids from everywhere, from right. Canada, 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 Africa, 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 everywhere, Europe. So everywhere. Now you know what I'm saying. We say, you know what? We got to make sure that our kids have a, a a fair fight. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I want to the same thing. The occurrence happened when we were thinking we gonna do something. We, you know, we big here in Michigan. We go down to Florida, and these kids walk on the floor. The one I said, "Oh, we on the wrong court." That's right. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. "Oh my God!" Yeah. And then. What does it do for your kids? Because at this point, now we feel like we got, we've got we gotten cheated. Because, yes, the kids are supposed to be in this age group, right? But now they go by the grades. Right. So, you know, because half the time if we go, so when I carry my son's birth certificate. That's right. I pop that's it right. out and say, don't. I'm not even arguing with you. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is his age, and that's it. But when we went down there, I couldn't imagine how, how the kids felt. Because as a parent, I feel like we couldn't even help our kids. Like with the slaughter, I'm like, oh my god! And then I was like, okay, now we got to figure out where these kids coming from. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was cheating. Yeah, that's just how I looked at. But I'm be honest, with you, I thought it was cheating. True. Period. Okay. Yeah. One of our uh, listeners said he said that um, reclassing. Is, he said, is it cheating when you reclassify up, especially for the sport? Well, I'll tell you like this. Okay, if anybody believe in prep school, is the same thing. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if you get another year of high school, I mean, even in Canada, they go to the 13th. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at it in a nutshell, all we're doing is just competing and just making it an even playing field. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's bottom line. It's not like um, you're doing anything to harm a kid. You know what I'm saying? Another year of education. It's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt. There we go. It's not going to kill All right. Uh, I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I have a question for you, Twig, and I'll get to you, Kevin. Um, with coaching, Twig. Mm-hmm. It's funny you, call, you calling me Kevin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to be professional, you know. That's cool. I got you. So, I got you, Carol. Twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> right. We call him Puna. 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 Oh, so you going you gonna just throw that out there? We got Twig and Puna here. Yeah. Twig and Puna. Right. Right. You know we keep a name. Right. Okay, so Twig with coaching and recruiting. 
recruiting kids. Um, Persian, Persian. Okay, wait. Okay, you wait. Recruit. Boom. Right. So wait. So wait. So wait. I answer you. Hit that baby. Lawyer will tell you. Okay. Okay. So wait. Okay. So listen. It's still yeah. Still part of the question. So Persian is known for being that school. You know, you guys have a a, a big history. You know. However, academically, um, a lot of things have changed at the school. The school is much smaller. It's like two hundred people in the school. How with coaching and recruiting kids to come to Persian? How you do that? What makes a child come into Persian? How do you get a parent to say, you know what, bring your kid over to Persian? What does Persian and you have to offer a kid for them to come to Persian? Well, we're reclassifying. I'm gonna be totally honest. Persian is not for everybody. Okay, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. It is not for everybody. And see, what Persian put in front of you, it gives you everything up front. If you want to be an a-hole, you can be that. If you want to be a student, you can be that. Mm-hmm. Athlete, you can be that. But it just sits everything straight there in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Now, for you to be to go through Persian and actually graduate and do all that stuff, it takes a whole lot. It takes a different guy. It takes a different character. Can you know I add to yeah. okay because I'm an alumni and I did come through the <laughs> and I did come through the sports as well. What a lot of people don't understand is that uh, Persian has a legacy. It's not really just sports for no. us. No, mm-hmm. you understand. And a lot of times, when athletes or whoever or students they come to the school, um, sometimes in this day and age they don't understand the legacy that comes through our school. And a lot, of, a lot of people know that our alumni is strong and we, we hold people to that certain standard. So coming to our school, to us, you know what I'm saying, from what we came through, it's a privilege. It ain't just, you know, at real talk, we think our school was like a country day or a liggit. Yeah. <laughs> real talk, I mean, that's just how, uh, how we view our school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. though it may not measure, even yeah. though it yeah. may not measure to some people in, mm-hmm. in that manner, that's what it is to us, and that's what matters. So if you come to to Persia, what you should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <What's up>? um, <laughs> or bring your kid if they call and ask you. Yeah, if that your kid called and asked you and said that they want to, you know, be a dough boy. I mean, I don't think why, I don't see no reason why you shouldn't let you them. You know. Public service announcement. Let me touch in. Let me touch in on what what it is to really to go through the the Persian whole regiment of being a dough boy. The the thing is, it's the pride and the history and the the hold up. Everything that you put on your chest, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, if you ever been to Persian, everything is manual. There's no shooting gun. There's no, you know, you know everything you come in, you, you know, it's raggedy and it's real. So when I say, when you say how you get kids to come to Persian, it's basically just going to be hard work, determination. But, I mean, if, if you look at it, look at our, um, all, the, all the graduates that came out through Persian as far as uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. Through our program, everybody we got pros, but I'm saying some of the pros didn't even graduate from college. But I'm saying, if you look at it, we got a lot of guys that develop what you call common sense, yeah. and see a lot of people slip on common sense. <laughs> yeah, they do. You know what they saying? do. And see, common sense will take you far, far a long way, mm-hmm. and, and you don't get that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you can put some stuff on paper and sense. in the book and everything. Yeah, but they don't teach common sense. Right. And see, sometimes you need to go a lot a long way with just common sense, hard determination. And then it's just like, you know when somebody tells you you can't do something? You can't but make it. You can't make it at the University of Michigan because you you dumb. You went to Persia. You went to Persia, right? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so now they got that chip on their shoulder. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prove it to wrong? you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we've been getting back. I mean, Michigan State, Michigan, I mean... Uh, VCU. So still coming. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? We got a whole bunch. We can go. I mean, I don't know the names. I do know the names, but I just can't give them to you right now. But we got a lot of people. I think we might got most, most pros, most graduates from basketball than mm-hmm. anybody that you can say in, in the metro area. And I'll agree and, with you on that. If you, if you can name them, I mean, go ahead and chime in. <laughs> but we doubt it. <laughs> you know, I mean. Um, okay. Kevin. So being that uh, public school, went to public schools, majority of your life, all of your life, 
until high school. Why did you pick Catholic school <laughs> over public school education? You want to really know this? this okay, this is a story <laughs> for you. So, but I'm just, yeah. The reason why I went to St. Martin de Boers in middle school, I went to Go Lightly Educational uh, Middle School over on St. Antoine. I took the test to go to King. That's where I was going. I wanted to, uh, I was just going to play basketball and baseball. I got accepted to MSAT program. I had my classes, went to orientation. And y'all look this up. 1993, Detroit Public School teachers went on strike. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was out for about a week and a half. And Mama Glenn said, you're not about to be sitting in this house all day and not going to school. I had a real good friend, Craig Jackson. His mother was like, you know, the poorest was, you know, they, they wanted Puna to come over there to that school. My mama said, well, these, school, these teachers don't look like they're going back to school. So he about to get up off this couch. So we're going to go take a visit. So me and my mother and father went to go take a visit at St. Martin de Porres, and the rest is history. So them teachers going on strike is what hurt King not having me up in their school. King could have had a bunch of state championships. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but that's why at least. So that's what happened. I, I They went on strike, and that was the rest. So we went and took a visit. And uh, Steve Brown was the athletic director at the time. And uh, that's that's how it ended up going to St. Martin de Porres. So I just want so to say Deshaun Hudson is going in on this. <laughs> yeah. Going live. Deshaun Hudson got a lot to say. Deshaun Coach Twig, you told us you told us the pros. You told us With some Deshaun of the pros. Hudson. They get a chance yeah. to mature. Hold on. <laughs> so I don't know what order, but Deshaun, yes, reclassification. Sean Hudson says cheating. He also said parents reclassify their kids for athletic reasons. Um, He said it doesn't make it right that just because everybody does it, it's bending the law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He also said what you are not understanding, the intent of reclassification was not to gain an athletic advantage. So this is the thing. If you do it. When he's, if you do it before he goes into kindergarten, or you do it in the fifth or sixth it's grade, still the same it's thing. still the same. Sure, they're still the same age. Sure. If you hold them back in the kindergarten, or if you hold them back in the sixth or seventh grade, it's still the same. Right. It's just that you did it earlier than You're somebody really else. Right. But, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. Now when you're 17 at Renaissance, you have to be. Stop it. Now oh. that's. that's uh oh. She threw some. Those. Those oh. are. Those sound like jabs. <laughs> Okay, uh-uh. listen. But, but, but I, you get, I, and I'm not a coach. I don't have a son that's that's being reclassified. Yeah. I'm just an I'm just a, a student athlete that went through the system, um, has been playing professionally, and I don't. And I I got cousins. Sure. I have other people that are family friends who I know that play, who have reclassified, and I didn't. That's if it is to gain. For athletics, it still isn't. It's not like a fifteen-year-old is playing against ten-year-olds. Right. Well, it's right. really. It's more so like a fourteen-year-old is playing against thirteen-year-olds, or a thirteen is playing with a twelve. A freshman playing with a senior, or twelve playing with a ten. This is for example. So John Lucas, if you all know who John Lucas is, so he recently wrote an article. At least it was just recently posted. So he reclassified his children. So he was actually sharing with the readers the pros and cons of it. So the outcome for him was the reasons that he um, reclassified his boys. It was two of them. And he, he was, he was no, he pretty... No, he didn't. Okay, so, okay, so he right. didn't. His re- didn't. Yeah, so his reasons why he didn't, because his thing was in one year he didn't think that for one of his sons that he was going to actually grow. grow. From an athletic go. standpoint, mm-hmm. he yeah. like would me holding, reclassifying my son... We actually grow in one year. Like, what would be the impact regarding that? The other one was for both of them were his reasons for athletic, or at least considering from an athletic perspective. What God wanted for him anyway. Right. So I think if for those, I don't know the actual title of the um, article, but we can pull it up shortly. However, but John Lucas did write an article Mm -hmm. about the pros and cons. For him, it was the cons, therefore, he didn't. Because for his reasonings, if he was to do it, it was. You know, for athletic reasons, and his sons would not grow within a specific time because, genetically speaking, you know, he's not the tallest individual. Therefore, his sons probably wouldn't be tall. But again, he had the cons against that. And that's the thing; it it's for it depends on the person. Yes, that's situation. what you feel. Yeah. No one is saying that you're right or wrong. But for somebody to tell you, 
oh, you're wrong and that's cheating. cheating. That's not it. That's not necessarily cheating. That's it's not cheating. when you're no. like I said. When it's, it's only cheating. a year difference. It's not, it's not like you're holding. Not, right. Yeah, it's not like you're holding okay, the kid well, back three or four okay. years to play. Real right. talk. Okay, like most of the pros that you're looking at right now, the NBA uh, bodies. They've been reclassed. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and so is that cheap? That, that, that leads us to what is the end goal? What's the like end what, goal? So right. when, we, when we're doing this, what is the end goal? Right. And if you don't get that end goal, was it worth it? Right. It's it's on that individual who's making that decision yeah. on what the end goal is. And that's yeah. what I was saying. Because it doesn't matter. It's no if, failure. It, it, exactly. Right. It's no failure. Because right. even if you, say for instance, you say, you know what? Say for instance, I have a twelve-year-old. He's in the seventh grade, and I say, you know what? I'm gonna hold him back. I'm gonna hold him back. He's gonna repeat the seventh grade for I mean, for athletics. It's gonna help him academically anyway. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> it's gonna help him academically anyway. So, so having that extra year is if he doesn't make it in sports, it just gives him that much that that. Uh, that more more incentive to make it in education. And so see, my next question, me, so let me just say, okay, so what if a kid is already academically sound? And I'm talking about uh, most most people who have academically sound children. Mm-hmm. And you've taught your child from growth to if you do this, you pass. You go to the next grade. You got to do well in school because you you're gonna, you go to the next grade. And then a, a, a parent says, well, I'm going to hold you back. Based on athletics, but then the kid is like, "Well, dang, you taught me one thing, right. and now we're doing something different." And that year that I'm held back, because this is what I'm seeing with the guys, the kids I know right now that's held mm-hmm. back from with my son. A lot of them who are not playing eighth grade basketball because they embarrassed or they don't want to play because they like, "I ain't playing. We did that already." They feel like they're not included anymore for that one year. Yeah, I know it is, but I'm just saying, so what it, What happens then? Like, when the kids feel like, dang, my mama taught me one thing or my dad taught me this, but now I'm being held back. Is it a punishment or is it, you know, is it really for athletics? And then I've, see, I've seen parents who have done it, and the benefit wasn't a Division One scholarship. The, right. be, the benefit wasn't NBA. And, you, so, and that's the like thing. You said, it's, it's all a toss. Failure, though. Right. It's, it's all a toss. Not a, it's not a loss. It's you not still, a loss if you don't make it to the it NFL or the NBA. It's, it's, not it's, a lo- it's not a loss so go back for to the basketball. Season, it's not, it's a, not loss a loss for education for, either. It's not, it's not a loss for, listen, okay, it's not a loss for basketball. It's not a loss for education. Could it be a loss emotionally? Yeah. Could it be a loss it, psychologically? But, could that? Could, but, I mean, that's I, why I threw it out. Did you do it earlier rather than later? Yeah. Okay. Because then, it, then it cuts all that other. That kind of. It cuts all that what ifs out. Because when okay. you do it in the kindergarten or first grade, they don't it even know. Right. <laughs> they have so no I can say, what, I'm gonna say happened. my instance. So Cody, Cody's birthday is September the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in school since he has start, um, and this is the year. This was the year they started. You have to be five by September 1st. Yeah. And I was flabbergasted because I'm like, what? No, it's it's December 1st. I'm one of them kids. You know, that type thing. So they, I had to write a letter and say that I believe my son is ready for kindergarten. I did it. It started in kindergarten. Yeah, still, okay. So Kelly went through kindergarten and everything. Did well. He passed. He did, he did well. But then I'm thinking... Ooh, first grade. He he he's not ready. Mm-hmm. I can tell. I got six kids. Yeah, he's the only one that I've held back. I knew he wasn't ready, and that's when I had to adjust myself. Okay, but he's not. He's just not. Mature. He's not mature. Because guess what? I didn't baby them. We didn't all baby them. He not ready to go to first grade. You mean go to school, put your hat in your sleeve, hang your coat up, all that. He coming home, he yeah. left a shoe. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I had, so he was in first grade. He started first grade. He went on. He started first grade, and I'm like, shoot, I messed him up. We messed him up. My family, the kids, we're doing everything for him. You know, we didn't allow him to grow. So guess what? He's lost all these kids, first graders in school, and they doing everything and. He moving slow, cause guess what? Guess who always did everything for Cody? Yep. We all did. So I held yes. him back. It's and then called he, being an enabler. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I'm Absolutely. Told I am. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I held him back. He st- he helped. I went. I took him. Back. I ne- he needs to. St- he needs to go back to kindergarten. I had to write another letter, cause they like no academically he's good. I said he needs to go back to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Wrote a letter, and they put him back in kindergarten. 
and he's he's perfectly fine now. He's probably you know beyond some of the kids, but actually he's in his right grade. Because remember, I wrote the letter to put him up, so he's really in his right grade anyhow. You know, so. But yeah, I I kind of I disagree with the class the reclassification per se. Um, I mean, I guess I just feel like when your kid is supposed to be in a certain place, that's just where they're supposed to be. For in in I'm not I don't want to really bring religion in, but I'm saying it because when your kid is born and this is where they're supposed to be, to me, that's just where they're supposed to be, and they're probably supposed to learn something from it. So could we be possibly? Taking them away from somewhere they're supposed to be, trying to with our own agendas. Mm-hmm. When you say they're supposed to be, what do you mean by where? They're what I mean when they're supposed to be? to be, because if you if <laughs> how old are they? If you supposed, if you're seventeen, so, right? You're seventeen. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm hold on. Hold on. This I think I think I think this my I think this my. They said seventeen at Renaissance in whatever grade. He said that says if they're at Renaissance, basically that they should not be that old in that grade. That's it. What grade? So, but in the, the ninth or tenth grade, tenth grade, seventeen, Renaissance. Tenth grade, seventeen. But so that means so that tenth grade, seventeen, eleventh grade, eighteen, twelfth grade, grade, nineteen. Because I graduated high school when I was eighteen. So if twelfth grade, twelfth grade, nineteen. 19 so that's only a year thing? difference, right? Can you, what, what yeah. age does Michigan High School say you, you can't? can't off now. 19. It's 19. Oh, yeah. Birthday. It's, birthday. Not, it's 19. 19. It's 19. Before September. Before September 1st. Yeah. Okay. So 19. then they won't be able to play anyway. All right. If they, so, if they don't. Yeah. If they My don't, point. If they don't. Yeah, that's the point. Right. The point. If they don't meet the guidelines, then they won't play. Michigan High School has made that. So you. Then you go to prep school another yeah. year. So then you assistant there coach because you got an associate. Now we in Texas. <laughs> then they go, to, they go to prep school. Ohio. Now we in Texas, Ohio. Right. So would that still make the reclassification successful? Right, exactly. That's what. That's my whole if point. If they go to prep school? And then um, he, if, they reclass. Then he can't play now. Then he's right. not going to qualify to play after his birthday. After his birthday, he, can't, he probably can't play. Probably January. January, he can't play. Depending on when his birthday is, right. then he wouldn't be able to, you're saying he wouldn't be able to play high school basketball in Michigan, but he can go to a prep school and play. That's right. Right. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So if, what, if, if, if that's, if the end tomorrow. goal is him playing basketball, because this, I think this, this, this reclassification is very similar to Shagai's forego college and go straight to the pros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. That's what this, that's this, what this sounds, this is what this conversation right. sounds like. That's right. Oh, should he should he go to college and get an education or should he go to the pros and make the money? So right. I think it's on the individual. At the right. end of the day, I don't think nobody can tell somebody else what to do. What to do. At the I end mean, of the day, I, you can have your opinions on, on, mm-hmm. in the situations, but when you said where they should be, I guess that's what my opinion is I got you. To, to do it when to I, do it earlier in their life. Yes. Because nobody knows so, how old are you supposed to be in, I can, the, in the first place. Right. So I can that. agree with that if you if you do it early. I can I can understand if you do it early and for whatever your reasons may be mm-hmm. for doing it early. I guess I just don't agree with it when it comes to the athletic. I should probably say okay. that. Okay. Okay. When it comes to athletics, I, when it comes to you athletics, don't, you don't agree I completely with yes. Okay. I completely well, disagree well, when it comes to if you're doing it solely for athletics. Okay, that's good. You understand what, what I'm saying? What about the ones who just actually failed eighth grade? That's different. Failed seventh grade. You just you. I mean, but they, is that the same thing? Is that cheating? Is that no? It's not cheating because your kid not getting the education. They not grasping. But it's still the same. What they supposed to listen? The age is listen. The age is is hold on. It's not. <laughs> this is a good. This is a great topic. This is a great topic. Listen, it's not. It's, it's, it's if you fail, it's because you not grasping according to the teachers. According to the according teachers. to the teachers. <laughs> there we now, go. according to the teachers. Now they the educators. Am I right? According to the teachers, is is if in fact that child has not met the requirements to pass on to the next grade, go. it's covering the content. Well, the co- the teachers are the ones that's the observant or they, no, they can information. Yeah, but no, they but the, the, the who, so so who who decides. Whether well, well, or not the kid is retaining the information, the, the, the curriculum. No, it's it's the curriculum and the and so and then whether or not they're retaining it. The child receives in order to allow right. them. Gonna, that's why they have. So they can be a, they can be receiving a passing grade, but they might not necessarily be ready to move on to that next grade. See that every single day. Because that means they can just push them through. That was the whole they do that no, now. No kid left behind and look where it got us. Yeah. Nowhere. No. Uh, okay. Nowhere. The kids so have moved, but they still left behind. So right. honestly, some some of these parents that may 
do the reclassification for sports it's could be helping their kids. Can I say something? Go ahead. Accidentally, right? You said. Go ahead, Tweet. Okay. Literally, you know what I'm saying? I failed in eighth grade. She laughed at me. I mean, I mean, literally, because listen, at the time, you know what I'm saying, I I I came up in the epidemic. Real talk. Yeah. So it was a lot of things in front of me that was going on that my peers in my neighborhood was doing that I'm looking like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Real talk. I mean, real talk, you know what I'm saying? So in the eighth grade, I say, Well shit. I mean, excuse me, but I say curse. I say, Well, man, he making a hundred dollars a day. Okay. I'm going to school. I'm going to go get this honey. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And literally, when my mom and my mom took me to school and to Paris Te- Teachers Conference, they say, i never seen your son. <laughs> yeah. I say, this him? This this Deshaun Hill right here? And at the time, that's what I was at in the, at that age. I was more yeah. so into... Everything else happening besides what's in the education. I was into what was around me. Yeah. yeah. And I was blind. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Now... I repeated to eighth grade, and I said, well, you know what? I got to go here. Now, remember when y'all was talking about mentally? Yes, what it does to your child when you I'm do here. it. Yeah. I'm telling you what's going on, because I was that kid. Yeah. But not by holding back, by default. Right. <laughs> so, you know what that bothered you that you was held back, or did you just realize, like, yeah, the, I didn't come to school? I'm going to so be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Probably didn't care. The work was easy to me. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that, you know but what I'm saying? saying it didn't bother me because it was like this. I I made this bed. I knew I wasn't going to school. I knew this. It wasn't the work that held me back. It was me that held me back. Right. You know what I'm saying? And in most cases, be honest with you, a kid that can comprehend, he can make it. It's the things that goes on around him. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, now, we got some kids that just don't get it. They supposed to put them in certain classes when you don't get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a different education for them. Mm-hmm. They don't supposed to be Agreed. in the, the, you know what I'm saying? Right. So now, when it came to me, eighth grade next year, all A's. It was all A's the next year, all yeah. A's. You know what I'm saying? So when I got to Persia, now I'm back in another. Okay, look, look what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I'm in, I'm going, going into a, a year behind, and here go the girls. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! It's a whole <laughs> so different yeah. you know now, I have, you know, now she was at Northern. Now I couldn't have her at the. But now, now, Lorenzo was reclassed. Oh, it was. Cahill. I mean, this not bad. Hey, come on, we holding you back. No, we're talking about hey, whatever you was doing in your life at that time, you didn't pass. And see, that's what we was talking about when y'all say, no kid left behind. Yeah. This is what you're getting. You're getting the kids that's who supposed to be held back. Hold him back. Right. Make him be accountable. But and to me, me, reclassification is intentional. Yes. Right. It's, it's intentional. intentional. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was Yeah, this is but see, intentional. What, what we was talking about, they said it's cheap. Now, what about the kids that ain't just, you know, didn't get it and right. ended up being held back? It's, see? That's not cheap, but, but it's the same <laughs> it's thing. The same so, but no, it's <laughs> cheap. So what about... Voluntarily, no. voluntarily hold somebody back. But I'm still the same age. It doesn't matter. You're volunteer. Listen, if you fail, His, you fail because you didn't meet the requirements to pass to the next grade. Right. But if you passing and I hold you back for athletic purposes, is. But both, but both kids, but I'm participating because both kids play athletics. Right. One passes and and can go, the other one can't and stays behind. But it's the same, it's the same kid, the same kid. One just passed and one didn't pass, That's but it. they're same same athletic kid. What are you doing that instance? Is that still cheating? I mean, well, I don't, I wouldn't call it cheating if you, if you didn't voluntarily. But if you voluntarily do it, it's cheating. I wouldn't call it cheating. I mean, I didn't, somebody else said cheating. No, I wouldn't. Going off my yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's cheating. You, but you, you I look. I'm looking at it. it. I'm looking at it from still from a standpoint you of. Don't think it's ethical. Then you. Yes. You mm. Thank you. you. Don't think she doesn't think it's ethical for you to do that to your yes. child to hold them back. Okay, I have some. One of my one of my viewers said, right. if if one fails, they're not playing. If they if they're failing school and this is her this is her if if my kid not doing what he's supposed to do in school he can't play athletes it's some parents it's some parents out there that it's all about athletics doesn't doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter to them and it's I I mean we that too I've had I've had 
Yeah. <laughs> family members. <laughs> I've had family members that they went to school where the teachers yeah. gave them the grades because they was because they was athletics. Okay, so that's pushed them through. So that's another that's another thing. So you have parents. So you have right now you have teachers. Who are just passing kids along and no, they don't belong alone. Mm-hmm. So what what do you call that? Cheating too? But exactly. but see, look, this, 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 this is the kid. It is. This see, I, I call I call <laughs> some of this like you know, you know they call it uh, student athletes. That's good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know you got student athletes. Well, sometimes you got athlete students. You know no. what I'm saying? So what it is is this: an athlete student, he's gonna do what it is to get by, to just play. so they can play. To play. So now okay. it's up to like. With us, if you ain't got a 3 0, you know what I'm saying, no. you can't play. Period. And then, and then okay, set the standards. And the, and the but then you got one, one viewer said, Art Johnson said, nothing, nothing's wrong with trying to give your child an advantage to it's make it in life. They want to say, Doughboy. Doughboy. Some people say, if you, if you, say What's wrong with giving your kid an advantage? Some people in athletics, some people in athletics, if you ain't cheap, if you ain't cheap, you ain't trying. That's another one. So it's it's so it's safe to say that a lot of parents. So basically, we're getting away from it really being about school. Mm-hmm. Most parents, because of uh, situations, because of how they're coming up, kids coming up, the um, lifestyles, is counting on their child making it because there's no way in the world if they can't get through high school, they're going to get through college. No. It's just not going to happen. It's not. You know, so so what are we doing? Are we are we are we we we're failing the kids now? That, and that's why I said because college is worse than high school. It is, and you have you on your own. It is because because they don't your number in college. I was there. Mm-hmm. They, they have lecture halls and they don't care if you come to school or not. They're not no, going to tell you. They're they not going to you're not going to get a parent teacher conference where you know they going to tell you mama not at all. Not gonna yeah. What they gonna, what's going to happen is you're going to get that envelope in the mail where it says you flunked the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you still owe this money. No, it's already paid for it. Or if you got a scholarship, yeah. It's going they going they going to take it away. Right. So and that's why I I am a firm believer in and it could be the reason that because I got an educator in my household to where I believe if you did it early, it'll solve a lot of these problems. Yeah. So, but if you did do it later, it's on that individual. And then you got to look at the statistics. So on our uh, previous uh, episode, mm-hmm. what's the stats we have be- behind um, the kid making it to the NBA? What's the it's stats? Wow. Uh, what is the percentage? It's, it's, so we just go, go with out of 91,000 right. student athletes who played professional, I mean, I'm sorry, sports. college, college sports. football and basketball, basketball, there were only 301 that made it to the pros. Right. And wow. then so how many, yeah, from, it's, I mean, it's 12. The perspective of a, a GM or a coach in the NBA. So, and it, this is not my perspective. This is just something I read. Now, you have a kid that reclassed. You got this, what, 18, 17-year-old coming out of high school mm-hmm. with, with the same skill set as a 19, as a 19-year-old. So would the coach or the NBA or the GM of the NBA, who are they going to select? It, because now they're looking more, at – Whichever one is more true. talented. That's true. More marketable yeah. Yeah. and lo- have let's longevity. Let's say they both had the same amount of talent. Same amount of talent, 17 and 19 the years old. Same. They're going to take it's the, the younger, younger, it's the younger one. because they have longevity in the league. Two years is not going to make a difference because the average the average, mm-hmm. the average average. Like career. in football, the average career in a foot for a football player three, is probably three, three to four years, years. Yeah. and yeah. not even depending on the position. Three to three to four. Three okay, to four. so it's that no two longer. year that two year doesn't matter. It depends on it depends on no. whether or not that kid, whatever that seventeen year old and nineteen year old, that GM is going after who can bring who can put them butts in the seats. No, so that's, that's what that GM. I even know, I even know. So do you know how many freshmen were drafted? Last year in the NBA draft alone, you mean in the first round? Mm-hmm. What do you mean freshmen? freshmen? Like coming out of high? Coming out of college? Coming out of college? Freshmen, younger, younger. Huh? Rookies. Do you know how many? I mean the Kentuckys. I call them Kentuckys. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's think they, 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 were, they were four times more than all the guys who were. Like, you they you were know what that means? That means that they were better than those upperclassmen. That, that had nothing to do with that. that per, yeah, they had they had nothing to do with. So potential wise, so Boston Celtics first round draft. I mean first pick in the draft. What just happened to him? I don't know. Who? Who was he got it? traded. Who? Traded right away. He, and he's never played since the two years he got drafted number one. Who? Oh. Who Boston Celtics. He, he sat for two whole years. I don't even remember his name. He signed. He signed he got paid. a deal, got paid, mm-hmm. and he, never played in a game. It don't matter. And that's enough. 
You know, I play. I played 18 years. You know, last year I was the backup quarterback, and I got paid to sit and not take a snap last year. Okay. Exactly. Your, your mentality, but yeah, because I can't imagine you but still it, sitting there. Depends upon a, what your how you but, 17 but no, or 19 year old. No, no, but a 17 or 19 year old, exactly. That's what their life. He got paid to do what he did when they signed him and play. Now he's if he gets traded, he's gonna get another opportunity. No, but they're not completely looking to get paid. They want to play. Yeah, but, but, but whatever, because some of them are, and they will, and they will, and they will play. <laughs> but they will play. Yeah, that's the 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 best thing, what's, and we're gonna get into going, a whole other conversation. Yeah, but what uh, Isaiah Thomas right now? A younger, a young yeah. guy that playing professional right sports, the best thing for them to have longevity is to sit and learn, right, and watch and get paid. That's the what. There are there there are not a lot of LeBron James and Kobe Bryant's that come right out of high school. Kevin I think Garnett. Repeat what you just said. Go ahead and for say it a again. young player to make it professionally with longevity, to sit and watch early on. Is that don't go because because a lot of times they go out and they play right away and then they get exposed mm -hmm. to oh these are their weaknesses here yeah, and there and then nice. they get mm -hmm. pushed to the side to the next thing coming. Mm -hmm. Somebody so said, "What's the rush to get into the not, real world?" Not, <laughs> I know that's that question again. And what happened to who? Isaiah Thomas. What happened to Isaiah Thomas? Same thing he just said. But what is he doing? And what is that doing to him mentally? Is what I'm trying to say. Like mentally, like everybody, like you, you talking about the sport, right? What talking sport? about their ability. What do you what what would be the your goal? Yeah. Just as as a kid, young boys. Or to to, to tell to them. Young, I to, just told them. No, to. not to tell them to where they are mentally. I'm not. Because be, be, because I'm, when they when they come into the sport, they playing. He got drafted right and mm -hmm. was doing good with the Celtics, right? Mm -hmm. Then what, what happened to him? Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. Okay, that's what you're talking about. Okay. And then what happened to him? He was doing good. He got traded. He got traded. They got traded. He got, traded. He got hurt in the playoffs. He got hurt. He got hurt. Then he tra got traded. He didn't come back as good as he was before well, off the injury. Well, then somebody, then Cleveland traded him, and then it's just well. What really happened? Kyrie Irving went to Boston. Mm -hmm. That's what really happened. That's what really. That's, See, what really that's, happened. that's my point. So what? That's what really happened. I'm, I mean, I mean. So mentally, that, that's the I part mean, of the business. That's part of the business. That's part of the business. That's part of the business. And I'm saying that's why I said that a GM, and I've been in professional sports for 18 years, and I don't, I don't care if it's CFL, NFL, NBA, WNBA, GMs and organizations are trying to fill those seats to make money. Go. That is mm -hmm. what them guys are on that court playing for, for them, for for them to bring fans. So we can sell out. So when it comes down to who who they gonna pick, they gonna pick that guy that's gonna fill them seats and that's gonna make put that ball in the basket. Do the young athletes know this? If they if they have somebody in their corner or if they're listening tonight, if they, they have somebody they, in their corner, they should. They should. So you know and what? That's and that's what they, they don't. don't. They don't. And that's why one of the reasons why uh, <laughs> I came back to the city. Is to do that because right now I'm the only professional quarterback to make it out of the city of Detroit to play professional. We've had we have so many athletes that come out of this city, basketball, football, everything. I'm the only one to ever play professionally quarterback. Why is that? I I haven't been. I'm not the the most athletic guy to ever come out. I just told you my height and weight and all that. <laughs> so why was that? Because I, this, because mm -hmm. I got it. Mm -hmm. On your own? No. My, 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 my family, me watching, <laughs> me sitting for four years. Mm -hmm. I was that, I was, man, I want to play. Man, I'm better than him. Yep. <laughs> I had somebody tell me, you know what? Chill out. 18 years. <laughs> but that, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm here to talk, to say this. So yeah, that's name it. Was and it's folks. That's who we were talking about. Okay. Um, from the Boston Celtics. Wow. So that's yeah. That we. That's what mm -hmm. I was talking about but because see, I think that's important because no. we talked about that about these young guys even now even college even professionally having um uh, some type of mentorship to know how to handle and how to think and how to sit. It it but is. But it's not even just for those athletes. It's for the parents too to understand. This is a process. Like, what are they doing? Because you might have a parent that's thinking about, it and the kid don't even have a clue. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's not those. just for the athletes. The parents mm -hmm. need to understand the process. Because I'm tell you, I, when we went down the floor, I was pissed off. 
you know, you don't even know what you're getting into. And then mm-hmm. it didn't even feel, it didn't even seem like we were competing on the same level. So at that point, it's like we said, our kids up for failure. And I really, I'm like, these kids came out warming up. I'm like, well, they on the wrong court. I just, I could not wrap my mind around it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's just like you say, Florida, for instance. That's just like in football, the how the Michigan High School Association, Michigan uh, High School Association, is so many stipulations on how how far you can travel to play another team and all that and. Uh, whether or not you can practice certain times. And they had to build this, like, seven-on-seven in football like Mm -hmm. they did, like they had the AAU for basketball. Because it was because our kids. It wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly for us. I know. It's not for us. I know. Okay, let's get that very clear. It was not for us. It was so they can compete with us. Well, who was it for? You heard that. No, no, no. she was was saying that because of a question, a comment. So you heard that. Okay, now listen, I'm going to touch on, like, when y'all say younger athletes, you know, for me, I got two freshmen starting for me at the point guard, a point guard, shoot guard position. And not just because they're your boys. No. How about that? No, because only one of them is my son. And the other one, you know what I'm saying, his, his father could play basketball as well. But I'm saying it's like, okay, when y'all say, when you're saying the 19-year-old and the 17-year-old. Yeah. And, and it's not a secret that I tell my, my players, seniors, juniors, sophomores, if you're the same as this freshman, I'm going to play my freshman. So that means shit will get off the pot. So I'm saying it's this. When it came down to making the decision this year, and I knew that we had lost, like, what, seven, seven or six or seven uh, seniors last year. I knew I was going to have to play younger players, you know what I'm saying, coming in. So I didn't know their maturity level coming in, you know what I'm saying, literally. Mm-hmm. One of them was held back and one of them wasn't. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Tell me which one. Right. The, can't nobody you can't, can't tell. tell. You can't tell. You don't tell. know. Right. You don't know. Unless you, you know. know. Right. Cuz his maturity level was different coming into the ninth grade and his was different coming into the ninth grade. But at the same time is he didn't hold his son back. I did. Y'all know. I mean, I could tell you. I held my son back because he wasn't mentally where the other one was at. So, I mean, all I'm saying is see, when it comes down to maturity, that's all what it's about. Reclassification about maturity. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about body development because everybody built different. Yeah, yeah. I got a, a devil's advocate question. Right. Is maturity taught from parents or do you say that maturity is just what the kid gets no matter what you teach? And I'm asking that question specifically because of how I raised Robert. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you maturity. The quicker the mom and dad stop back, the more the kid mature. Yep. Oh, thing. guess what so listen it's so funny you say that twig because i'm going through that right now so i just was telling the ladies in our meeting that um chauncey buddy was the one that told me my okay wait i got it back up and and coming from your kid it's like wait a minute wait who you talking to but it it has helped them and it's still hard to do it's hard to step back you know, because you don't want them to mess up. You don't want them to do me- one one false move and, boy, we done, you know. But it was the coaches for one at King. And then I I kept, I kind of started like, whatever they talking about, you my son. And then Chauncey was like, Ma, hold up. Like, Ma, no, I got it. I got it. You know, so, yeah. The, the more you're right, that statement was is accurate. Yeah. yeah. The more you back off, the more. The more you back off, so I the better so, the kids mature. I, I agree. One of our friends, one of a lot of our friends here, most of our friends here, he didn't talk to me for a year because he said, you got to reclass Ma. He's too small to play. Me, I'm a mommy. You're going to get these grades. We're going to move to the next grade. That's what you do. You go to school to get grades. Your grade point average has to be this for you to move to the next level. I'm not holding you back. We're not moving. This is what it's going to be. Bang. Because I instill <laughs> academics. We're going to work on academics. I'm not going to tell you you have to make grade, and then I hold you back. So one of our friends, he fussed and cussed and cussed me out really bad. He didn't talk to me for a whole year because I didn't hold my baby back because he's too small. And guess what? It's a whole year later. It's actually two years later from when he cussed me out, and he still hasn't grown. So that would have been a fail for me, right? What been I don't think it would have been a fail class. if you decided that because it was mature. your, it was your decision. He's 60. Yeah. So. He mad He mad for the wrong reasons. It's like he wanted to be <laughs> <laughs> and, and get reclassified. Because it's not that serious. 
serious I'm with somebody. Quick. I'm going yeah. to make it quick because I did the same thing. I reclassed my son at eighth grade, and it was many different reasons. Like I said, I feel I'm a firm believer of you have to know your child. I talked to Coach Twig, too. I talked to a couple of coaches. You have to know your child. So it wasn't – he made the grades. He did good his grade-wise, but testing, I'm like, oh, his testing is <laughs> – you know, he was a little behind in testing. I talked to deans. I talked to di- different people. But I feel that you have to do your research on reclass. I don't think it, it'll hurt. Um and you don't want to do it, like you said, you don't want to do it for the athletics. If it happens for the athletics, it's a bonus. But at the end of the day, I don't think it can be it's, – it's not a problem. And you know what? It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of people out there that call BS and say, oh, they still doing it for the athletics. That's, that's just what it's going to be. But if you know in your mind what you're doing it for, that's a win. Right. So um, I, I'm, uh, we're gonna have to end, we're gonna have to end up wrapping it up. I do have one question. We're gonna do some shout outs or whatever. But for you, Kevin, for us, speaking on the group, the ladies through the nets um, podcast, knowing that you, you you used you know or are currently are a business owner, have a couple organizations. You've been in some. You have your own. What advice can you give us? We're just starting off. Um, the key to being successful and staying there. Like, what advice could you give us just starting out? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. This Ooh, is this is huge. I, I, I had some, and I got I know a lot of people that talk about and and want to put the podcast together, but for you guys to sit here and do it is huge. And what I would say is never make yourself your the individuals bigger than the podcast. It's about the podcast, not the individuals. Clap, 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 clap. clap. That's how you will be successful. Yeah, we. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes. We need yes. to stay together. Yes. That's good. Right. Good. Yes. good. That's good. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Well, well thanks for have thanks for coming, Twig. We appreciate you for yeah, coming, thank Kevin. You. Thanks for coming. Nope. We got y'all some t-shirts. Can, we gotta get them. Hold on, babe. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> you gotta make it quick. I just want to know that why we ain't got no guy in the, up through the nets, though. Because it's women. When we say Duncan, we'll call you. I mean, we <laughs> <laughs> we single parents too, but not because, me. No, but. We, but we have a show because somebody just, called in and talked about he's a single dad raising his daughter. And yeah, so we gonna have so what you, and, then, and then what you do is you get him to recruit other single dads exactly. like that, and then they form their own little yes. group. I like what y'all doing. That's cool. Because it's it is. What? And then y'all got another umbrella. Y'all call it something else. You missed that thing. Y'all call it something. I know you ain't talking. The answer to the question, the reason why there weren't men involved is because when it started, when they were doing the sit-downs, when we were having the talks, it was women. It was all women. And like I told right, I told the other people, we opened up our phone conversations. Y'all were never on a three-way puts. So y'all weren't invited. A lot of the moms in the gym more than the dads. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait for that. Maybe not at this table, but in in reality. Shout out sponsors. Okay, so we gotta wrap up the show. Next week come back. Yeah, next week come back. We'll have more reclassification conversations. We'll have two more special guests, maybe three, maybe five, maybe one. That'll be next week. Before we leave, we have to shout out our sponsor. We got Horatio Williams who gives us Everything we got House of Lemonade who gives us our drinks that I didn't go pick up again. And we got Enjoy Detroit who uh sponsors our our gear. Oh, we got Muffer High School who lets us use their facility Ooh. all the time for anything we want most of the Straight time. Hall, our photographer. And we got our photographer. Yeah, so uh, we got a lot of sponsors, and we'll see you all next, next week. week. Make sure you tune in. Bigger than basketball. Heather's not here. So, 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 so we don't give out no shout out, man. Yeah, go ahead. I guess, go ahead. I guess Hurry up. You got 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds, buddy. Shout out to all my AU guys. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, squirt, buddy, all these guys, squirt, squirt, all these guys. I'm gonna give a shout out. I'm just gonna, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I just want to give a shout out to the family at Becca Four. if they watching. Three, that's all it. Yes, thank you guys. Shout out to our viewers. Thank you, guys. Till next week. Thank you. Tuning in. Yes. Aw, thank you. Yeah, we did need more time. We need like an hour and a half. Oh my God! That was an hour and a half. Let me comment.